Welcome to the Launch University Podcast, turning good intentions into reality in your career, business, and life. Here's your host, Jeff Henderson. Hey, everybody, it's Jeff, and welcome back to Launch University here with Kevin Jennings. Kevin, this is this is got a big podcast here. This is our first movie celebrity we're gonna I'm excited everybody. I'm just happy you let me hang out you, you, you <laughs> and it's not you I, you I love you but it's not you you this opportunity to yourself and you said Kevin are you sure I'm like yes I want to sit in so Pamela Perrine is with us and Pamela is a writer director actor and that's let's just start there but first of all Pamela I'm a huge fan you just got through wrapping up another movie so first of all let's just tell the folks a little bit about your background Okay, well, thank you for having me, by the way. I really appreciate it. So I was um, born in New Mexico, raised in Georgia, um, and went back to college in New Mexico. And after I graduated, I moved to New York. And um, a lot of different things fell through, as they often do in New York. Mm -hmm. But um, I knew somewhere in the bottom of my heart I wanted to um, capitalize on being in that city and, and realized my childhood sure. dream of becoming a, a famous a famous actress. Mm -hmm. And um, I say famous actress because when you're young, you want to be a famous actress. <laughs> when, you, when you get older, hopefully you've learned and it's not all about being famous. Right. But um, so that's, you know, pretty much where it started. And um, I've lived all around the country and had different jobs, but ultimately always had a, a love for the film industry, whether it was you know, acting or writing. Mm -hmm. And so you just recently wrapped a movie. And um, so tell us, tell us a little bit about the projects that our, that our folks could, could, could dive into and to, to learn a little bit more about you and to see your work. Okay. Um, well, my first project is called Angels in Rocket Field. It's currently on the um, film festival circuit. Um, it's gotten some awards and recognition. The biggest one thus far is the um, International um, Christian Film and Music Festival in Orlando. I'm really excited about that one. And so that was my first film that I wrote and directed starring Trey Chaney and um, Michael Abbott Jr. And um, it's about a, a young neglected boy who befriends a famous rapper on a baseball field. And it's just a really touching story, and it deals with... Um, uh, broken hearts and redemption. It's the, my first project, so it's really close to my heart. But like all my projects have been about, it has a story that deals with changing hearts. And mm -hmm. that's my ultimate goal is to change hearts and change lives. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm in this business. The film I just wrapped on the 25th, which is um, in post-production right now, that's a little bit different. That is called The Journeyman, and um, that stars Jay Moore. And it deals with mental health, um, a mother's fight to be reunited with her son. And that was much more intense than the first one, which is a little more of a family film. And um, it was really interesting. I did some research on mental health. I didn't dig too deep into it because it, it goes off in another direction, the film. But what I did study was... Um, you know, so disturbing that we're not more advanced in the area of mental health. I learned that there's a suicide that happens every 40 seconds in our country, mm. um, that it takes on average about uh, 10 years for somebody to be diagnosed with a mental health condition. And when they are, they're often misdiagnosed, um, given the wrong medication. 
that friends and family turned their backs on these people. I learned that um, African Americans are treated more cruelly than um, white people with mental health conditions. Just a number of different things, and um, just it was very disheartening that we, you know, haven't come more together as a community with such a common illness that we can't help one another. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and we, we talk about it at Launch University that you need to understand or find a problem. What's the problem mm-hmm. you're trying to solve? Mm-hmm. And we all have different talents and strengths. But one of the things that I think that you're uh, exemplifying is, so you've seen a, a problem here with mental health. So what you want to do is take your gifting and your talent, and that, that happens to be in art and movie making, mm-hmm. and now you're trying to help solve that problem through your art, which is, right. which is really cool because you're, you're doing what all these launchers do, find a problem, then, then prototype a solution, and then launch it. So I, I, even though it's a movie, it's still, it's still the, 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 launch, the launch loop, as we call For it. For sure, and it's a fascinating insight because – one of the first, I'm a marketer by profession, for mm-hmm. those who don't know. And so the, the, the big part of marketing even is first awareness of a problem. Mm-hmm. I can't solve a problem that you don't know you have. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes as marketers, there have been people who've done underhanded, manip- manipulative things to help people become aware of problems. Sometimes manufacturing problems, like they say, you know, the beauty industry might want to make you feel like you're, in, you're not good enough mm-hmm. to sell your product. But what Pamela is doing with, with, through her art is make people aware of a problem. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, hey, if, if you, you can't solve something you don't know exists. So instead of me just mm-hmm. giving stats, I'm going to put together a story that help you connect in a, in a deeper way to the things that we're all facing. That's mm-hmm. powerful. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's I mean, it is important to me to not just be in this industry for uh, recognition or whatever. And I, I believe that personally believe that when I have prayed about staying in this industry, because it's such a difficult industry to be in, there's so much competition and rejection. Um, when I had prayed about staying in this industry, I felt like God said yes, but in order to to do so, I wanted to not only glorify Him, but make a difference, uh, make an impact in some way. And so that's my purpose behind it, is to help do exactly what you're talking mm-hmm. about, Jeff. And, and I hope I hope that I do. I hope I can. Yeah, we certainly are. And I'm interested to know, so with Angels and Rocket Field, so that was your first project mm-hmm. um, as, a, as a writer, director. What, what did you learn? Oh, wow. Um, from a filmmaker's standpoint, I learned it's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know as much as I thought I did. Um, I, I learned that um, about each crew member, is absolutely critical Um, from the production assistant to everybody you don't when you're an actor you go to set you do your scene and you leave Um, when you're a filmmaker you learn to respect and value every single person on set because you need each and every one of them to make a good film Um, so I, I learned about that I learned that time is not your friend you are, it's a race against time, mm. and you only have so much money um, that you have in your budget. And um, I learned that, um, that I fell in love with it, that I can't do just one film. I know that I'll be doing this for as long as I can because mm-hmm. it's, it's that important to me. Um, 
and 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 I'm fascinated with the art of film, the the art of telling the story that was written, getting it on film, even the art of editing, and then the final picture lock, and then film festivals. Um, I mean, that part is you know. That's not my favorite part, but it's essential to get your your film. The film out festival there. part. Yeah, I mean, um, submitting the films and then going around and and uh, and talking about the film. I mean, I like talking about the film. Don't get me wrong, but I like just being on the set in my happy place, doing what I love to do. Yeah. Um, so, it's, and I would oh, I would imagine too. Once the film is out, it, it's much like. Uh, let's take a, a a message, a sermon, or whatever. You, you you walk off the stage and you're like, oh, I wish I could have said it that way. Or uh, I would imagine with a film, do you, you still have that? Because there's probably there's no perfect you know, anything. Perfection's not a not a goal. So, but it, but I remember you know when Steve Jobs said, real artists eventually have to ship the product, mm-hmm. and it's perfection is not going to be attainable. So, do you find that as you look at Angels and Rocket Field, you're like, oh, I wish I could have done that or that. And how do you, how do you deal with all that? Because I certainly can. I certainly do that. Oh yes, definitely. There were things that happened organically that I hadn't planned that mm-hmm. I was glad. Like, oh, beautiful, love it. Yeah. But there were things that I wish that I could have gone and done differently. <laughs> there was something, a scene that happened where a baseball was thrown and it was supposed to be thrown in the opposite direction because when somebody comes and hands it to somebody in the next scene, it's awkward because of the way that it was thrown. Mm-hmm. It's all wrong. I don't know that anybody catches it, but I did. So, yeah, there's there's definitely things I would have done differently, but... um we're hard on ourselves as artists and just humans. Yeah, probably harder on our, yeah. our harshest critic. Yeah, but um, I was for my first film, I was pleased with it and yeah. just absolutely impressed with everybody that worked on that film. Mm-hmm. They just went over and above and just was so impressed. One of the questions I have, because you, you said something that to me is really profound, when you said, you know, I just as a filmmaker, I learned about the value of everybody else. Mm-hmm. Which I think is pretty cool, first mm-hmm. of all, to say, like, hey, I walked out of this experience of my own dream having value for everybody else. And I would just love to, to just to understand, when you assembled that team, you being the first-time filmmaker, is it safe for us to assume that everyone who was working with you, it wasn't their first time doing their particular part? Or, so, or, or, or were there multiple on, on the set doing a first? No, it was not anybody's first time they they were all experienced and they were a good team because it for me you, when you when you hire a producer a co I, I produced that film also but I had a co-producer and they're usually the people that are responsible for going out and assembling your your team even though it was my first time I I know a lot of people so I asked right. around and I did a lot of research so I knew I wanted certain people and it was important uh, to study their resume and everything but um, I knew what's I knew what's critical to make a good film for me, and that's lighting, sound. You have to have a good story, lighting, sound, and then the acting. If you don't have light, good lighting and sound, you might as well not even waste your time or money. Wow. Period. So I knew I needed that, and so once we had that, everything kind of happened after that. So when we had our meetings, we talked about who we're hiring, and, and we we all talked. And it was like, just like any business, because it kind of is a small business that yeah. you're running. Oh, sure. And it's like, okay, what are you bringing to the table here? And uh, we had those conversations. So even though I was the first-time director, um, they still gave me the respect. And we were all treated equally. 
I'm not one of those, you know, there's no hierarchy involved. We're all a team. And um, so even though they were experienced um, and I wasn't, it worked beautifully. I could still direct them. Oh, totally. Yeah. If it, well, if anything, I just I want to make sure everyone who's listening, yeah. you know, because of how kind and, human, and humble you are, you're presenting this, I'm concerned anybody who's listening might miss how big that really is to say, mm-hmm. This is my dream, first of all. So this is something I want to do. It's my passion, my project. I fundraised. I connected with people to make this happen. And the first thought was, I'm going to agonize over who's going to come to the table to help me do this so that they can bring their experiences to make what I feel could be mine and make it better. Mm-hmm. And and that's I think point. and I think that that takes a lot of humility first of all and a lot of hard work to say I'm cuz that's the role that only Pamela could play. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. if it's mine and people have trusted me with resources to produce this, me my co-producer, mm-hmm. who I bring to the table right now is my responsibility. And to your point, they can make or break this film collectively and that's my role. And I think this is really powerful to say great leaders, great launchers they agonize over the who, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. A, a friend of mine recently became a leader in, organiz- in an organization, and he always wanted to be the leader in the organization, in an organization. and when he became the leader in the organization, he, a few months in, he goes, oh, wow, this is what it's really like. <laughs> and so as an, as an actress, I bet you've had a lot of directors direct you, and, you, you know, I, I, but now that you're the director... Mm-hmm. Did you have that feeling like, oh, now, now I'm, I'm the one? And also, were there other directors that you learned from from your past mm-hmm. that you could that you leveraged that experience mm-hmm. as well? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, there are directors that I learned from and um, that I respected, and in exactly what I was just saying, the directors that they they trust the actors on. It's the actor's job to interpret what the writers wrote, okay? Mm-hmm. The director doesn't want to change what the writer is doing, right? They just want to tweak it for mm-hmm. the greater good of the story. Um, that's what a good director will do. So the director is going to trust the actor. All they're going to do is maybe change a few things. But if the actor's good and they've prepared, the director shouldn't have to do too much, right? Mm-hmm. But a good director is just going to be very respectful mm-hmm. um, and appreciative and talk equally t- to everyone as, as a team member because they're all there to re- for the same, they need the same solution, mm-hmm. a good product, a good film to get the, good, the story that they need. Right. And then I've worked with directors that were just not nice, hostile, yelled, were not effective. Mm-hmm. So you you take from the best and whatever. And so that's how I treated my my crew with respect and um, wanted to be a good example. As soon as the team assembled the first day, I said, thank you for being here. Each and every one of you matter. Our art matters. We have the power to change lives and change hearts. I opened in prayer, thanking God for their talent because as I told you, God gives us the desires of our hearts. He gives us these talents and wanted them to know that they're important because sometimes some of them don't feel important and I had to have them know that they are. But then I also said, let's go out there and make a good film, be confident Mm -hmm. and let's get this done. I wasn't all just sweet. I'm kind of, we got to do this and we've got, we've got deadlines and so forth. So, um, 
Yeah, I loved it. I'm glad that I had the acting experience because I was able to incorporate that. It's so funny how it, it all worked out, but it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It, it worked out great. And you made—I I watched the film. You made a cameo uh, near the <laughs> near the end, which was awesome. Thank and you. and I love the fact too that Kevin she she assembled everybody together versus going all right, let's scene one or whatever. I've never made a film by the way, but uh, but I think leaders can okay. We got to go do this. We got this coming up. No, here's the vision. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm literally breaking this down, thinking to myself, "Wow, that what a what a great uh, example of leading." You know, to say at the end of the day, the, once again, the only way Pamela and her team are able to get out of people's way as an actor is to hire a good actor. Mm-hmm. I found she found people she trusts. Therefore, she could say, "My job is to create an environment in which you all thrive, not." tell you what to do because you're only here because you know mm-hmm. what to do and I think that, that one, that's just very convicting and it's it, but my job is assembling a great team and making sure you all understand our common goal mm-hmm. so we can work together to mm-hmm. accomplish it yeah Absolutely. and I would like to know Pamela you just wrapped on your second film what, what was what did you learn what did you apply in the second one that you learned from your first one was it, and you could just say maybe maybe it's just more confidence yeah Perhaps. Definitely, definitely more confidence. Um, really understanding that you need to move quickly because when you, you have to do so many takes that you are up against time. Mm-hmm. The first time I knew that, but it it happened quickly. Um, and um, there's certain things that you cut in your budget that you learn the second time around. You don't want to cut certain things with mm-hmm. your budget that you need. Mm-hmm. And for me, in the first film, was a script supervisor. I did not have one. And it was critical for me in the second film to have one. And, and it takes too long to explain everything that they do, but it, it's necessary. Mm-hmm. And, and so I didn't have one in the first film. They would have caught that baseball mistake. <laughs> and, um, and so a few little things like that. Um, but just like what you said, confidence and just um, moving things around with the budget a little bit more. And then the process is, is quicker. The ability to have more fun because you're not as nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but other than that, just understanding the process, the crew, mm-hmm. their roles, everything. Just like, just like anything, you're, you're, as you learn as you go. Mm-hmm. And even learn still on this one mm-hmm. and, and will continue to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, each person that came in there taught me something. This group supervisor that I had, young kid, young, and I learned so much from him. And he had this amazing passion, and he was funny, and he just, I, I learned from him. I learned from everybody, and I love that. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I hope to always learn. I mean, right. But it was, um, yeah, I loved that second experience. It was really amazing. And this time you're working with a very well-known actor, with Jay Moore. Mm-hmm. How was that? That was great. He is... Um, so talented because the role that he has I, I wish I could tell you more but I can't about this role but it's a really interesting role and I, I, I wanted him for a different role in the film and and me and my, my very good friend who was executive producer said no who knows Jay and that's how we got him on the film said no you've got to use him for this role and I'm like really? and he's like trust me so he was amazing. He brought this element to it that I said he reminded me of Robert Duvall, who's mm. an amazing actor, right. right? One of my 
I mean, amazing. It doesn't even, he's just mind-blowing actor. And so he, um, on set, I just, I was literally, my words failed me when I was watching him on the monitor. I was like blown away mm. because the role does not, you wouldn't think it allowed itself for this kind of acting. You'd, you'd have to know the role, you'll see the mm. movie. But Jay brought in this intense person for this role and it was just amazing. And it went way beyond what I even thought would be possible for the role, no matter what amazing actor took it. And mm. he took it to a whole nother level. So his performance was amazing, but he's very, very professional, mm. prepared, asked me some questions that from an actor perspective, I was like, wow, those are some good questions to ask when you're preparing for a role. But here he's been doing this how many years? Mm -hmm. And he still asked me these questions. Mm -hmm. He didn't have to, mm -hmm. right? He could have just said, mm, I know what I'm doing. Not at all. He was gracious. He was humble. He wanted to learn. He wanted to understand my vision. He wanted to understand the story. He wanted to be the best he could be. So he asked these like five probing questions and um, in prepared, professional, intense. Um, it was amazing. I learned from him mm -hmm. and, and we're really good friends now. Um, and we talk often and um, he's just super nice, hilarious, obviously. He's a comedian, right. but um, yeah, it was great. Matt, if you don't mind, would you mind sharing maybe one or two of the probing questions he asked? I'm just really curious, like, because it was one of the questions he might've asked you that took you by surprise. Yeah. Um, um, I, I don't want to give too much detail because it's, it's, they were so specific. Oh, okay. So, but it was done in like outline form. Wow. And it was like, um, I because I, I sent him an email, I said, I want to be able to commiserate um, when you get on set, you know, and he's like, oh, you were already on my radar. I have these questions for you. It was these four questions and it said, it was what it was along those lines, mm -hmm. big picture, small picture, mm -hmm. big picture, small picture. Mm -hmm. But it was microscope, something. Mm -hmm. It was like, and I, I looked at the email and I'm like, how impressed am I that he's taking my little film here in Georgia this seriously? Mm -hmm. That he, it, it made me feel so good, mm -hmm. you know? Cause he could have, like I said, he could have just been whatever, I've got this. And winged it and probably still would have been great. But he took my film this seriously that he was preparing these questions. It was just, he wanted to understand the character. He wanted to understand the relationship with the little girl in the scene and those kind of questions. He didn't assume anything. And hmm. I, I loved it. I was so impressed with that. You that's know? cool. And that's what, actor, that's what an actor should do. But I didn't think that he would be going there. Mm. And, and I, was, I was so impressed and um, thankful mm -hmm. that he cared enough about me, the vision, the story, and the other actors, you know? And that's a great, great. I think that's a great launch principle as well, is, is don't assume anything. Don't assume that you know what your customer is thinking. Continue to ask that. Continue to be inquisitive. And uh, humility always wins. Mm -hmm. It always wins. Even as successful as he's been, the fact that he's still humble, I think, is part of his success. Mm -hmm. And um, in, in our next, in our last few minutes together, there's the art part of this, and there's the business part of this. Mm -hmm. What have you learned on the business side of producing a film, having to finance a film, and then, I guess, sell a film? Well, from the business perspective, I would say I realize anyone can make a film, okay? I reached this goal probably about five or seven years sooner than I thought 
because anyone can make a film. So this was a goal you set uh, a few years ago. I'm going to make a film. Yes, okay. it was so far off my goal list wow. because I have goals, mm -hmm. obviously, mm -hmm. but it wasn't even on my. It was it was far out mm -hmm. to direct a film, mm -hmm. but it happened so quickly that. I was just very thankful and amazed. Mm -hmm. But the point is, anyone can make a film. Okay, you can do it on an iPhone. There's two apps you can you can download on, on your iPhone. You can do it. No, no excuses. If you want to be a filmmaker, mm -hmm. go for it. Mm -hmm. So I learned that. I learned that there's, with anything, books, the Internet, you can study, research how to, how to do this, literally in steps. How to, how to be a filmmaker, how to produce a film, distribute a film, so on and so forth. Um, so if you want to do this like anything, even whether it's start a small business, whatever, learn it, do it, it's yours for the taking, and that's what I did. Um, I have a lot of friends in this industry, so they've helped me and given me advice and so forth, but it mostly comes from how bad do you want it? Mm. And I prayed about it, and I prayed, Lord, is this something you want for me? Because if so, make it very clear. If not, throw a wrench in it, because it's a hard industry, like I said, and I wanted to be able to be in alignment with God's will, mm -hmm. okay? So it's not all about me. I think I told you mm -hmm. that I've never taken missions trips, and I prayed about it, and that I wanted this to be my form of missions trips, mm -hmm. these films. And so anyway, um, back to the, the, the question of being a business, you can, you can do it. You have to just, like a small business, research what you need, your budget, who do you need to hire, who do you need to fire, and what's involved as far as the industry goes. All of your resources are right here in Atlanta mm -hmm. um, for local people. From, from crew members to workshops, um, screenwriting workshops, how to budget a film, how to, I mean, literally everything, everything you need is here, but nobody helped me. Well, this is a really important insight because I think sometimes when we have a desire to do something, what stops us is the fear of the unknown and what we don't know. Mm -hmm. And what you're telling us is, learn it. <laughs> and if you've mm -hmm. especially never done this before, well, of course you don't know it. But I think sometimes, Kevin, we, we get scared because of what we don't know. And we think, well, since I don't know it, I can't do it. Indeed. And, and the, you know, what's so cool for her story is as an actress, she was aware of a filmmaking process that informed some things. So she probably walked in, I'm assuming, knowing a few things you didn't know. But you only knew that because you took time to learn something else prior. And right. I think that as, as launchers, uncertainty is going to be a part of it, as Jeff just said. But you'll learn what you don't know mm -hmm. as you move forward with new things you do know. Mm -hmm. and, and, that, and the process will happen in, in that way. So, it, so it's in the pursuit that the fog clears. It is not clear strictly from your desktop. It's, okay, I'm going to learn this. I'm going to apply it. Learn something new. Apply it. Learn something new. Apply it. Yeah. And until I take enough steps where, oh, wow, I have this money now. <laughs> and I have mm -hmm. a script. Mm -hmm. And I have a story. Mm -hmm. And I have to shoot it. Well, at that point, there are people around you who also want to see you succeed. That means they're going to help rally around you as well. And to me, that's just really encouraging because I think I battle with perfectionism. And there are plenty of things in my life that I'm not pursuing my business or my personal life out of that fear. And I'm just reminded today that it's just the, fir the first step is what's going to take away the fog for the next. 
Yeah, and I would say launchers, another thing that Pamela is teaching you here is the learning is yours for the taking. Mm-hmm. I love that statement. Like it's there. If you want to mm-hmm. learn this, it's, it's yours for the taking. And yes. that's exactly what you did, everything yes. from the classes that you took to obviously your experience is great, but that's really helpful. It's, it's, it's yours for the taking. Mm-hmm. That's very inspiring that you did that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So tell us as we wrap up, what, mm-hmm. how can our, our, our listeners follow you and support Angels and Rocketville in your next film? Give us the, give us the download on all of that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So Angels and Rocketfield, it's, it hasn't been released yet mm-hmm. because it's on the festival mm-hmm. circuit, but there's going to be a screening in Atlanta coming up in July. I don't have the, the dates yet and screening throughout the country, but I guess the best way to stay in touch is social media. Mm-hmm. So um, Instagram, my handle is the Pamela Perrine, P-A-M-E-L-A-P-E-R-R-I-N-E. Twitter is Pamela J. Perrine. Facebook is Pamela Perrine Atlanta. And... Um, I guess that's it. And she has a lot more followers than you and me combined. Oh, I know. So <laughs> there's, there's no doubt about that. Well, Pamela, I'm in, I'm inspired by you. Keep doing what you're Thank doing. You. Keep learning, and uh, we're going to be cheering you on. Yeah, absolutely. And once again, for those who want to connect with Pamela, we'll have all of her information in the show notes. So if you just go to launch university, wowuniversity.com forward slash podcast, you get a summary of our show, links to things, and, and as the new dates for the screenings get released, we'll make sure those are on the show notes as well. Absolutely. Anything else we need to tell folks before we... I mean, I guess if you're listening to this podcast right now, you don't want to miss another interview like this one. That's right. So how do you do that? You subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> you make sure you jump on iTunes, Google Play, tune in, wherever you enjoy listening to the podcast, subscribe to the podcast because great launchers, great leaders, anyone who wants to make a difference, they try to automate this kind of learning. That's by the people they hang out with. And that's also by subscribing. So it means every day you grow on the go when your podcast just shows up on your phone on a Thursday and you hear a Pamela Prime on your podcast. And so that's how this works. Great. Pamela, thanks again. We're cheering you on. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Launch University Podcast. We hope it's helped you move from go-getter to difference maker. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. For more helpful resources, visit launchuniversity.com.